Welcome into the Better and Green podcast. Follow us on TikTok and YouTube at Better Green. You guys listen in and we help you guys cash out. Follow us also on YouTube at Better and Green. I'm Ben Bentley and with me is Ethan Bainbridge and Zach Stangle. How's it going, guys? Ethan, how'd you do this weekend? Yeah, what's up, man? Um, great to be here, first of all. Uh, eh, had an okay weekend. Um, was kind of busy uh, doing some other things. Had a birthday going on and uh, opening day for whitetail season. So I was kind of preoccupied a lot of it. Um, so didn't get to bet quite as much as I uh, typically hope to. But the bets I made, I, I did pretty well. Good. Zach, what about you, man? Yeah, how's it going? I'm excited to start this. Uh, Saturday was a little rough. Texas definitely screwed me over big time. Uh, <laughs> Sunday, though, did hit a thousand odds parlay for the football, so that was good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, man. Let's go. Awesome. And, um, we're going <laughs> to... Uh, Titans, Giants, Packers, Saquon to score, and... Uh, I forgot. Oh, and the Dolphins. That, that was it. The Dolphins nice, as well. Dude. Yeah. That was. Well, guys, we're going to be breaking down a lot of sports betting on this podcast. We're in the NFL season right now, so we're going to be hitting a lot of that today. Um, my first question is to uh, let's go to you, Zach. The Buffalo game was moved to Detroit. Now, is that because they're supposed to get six feet of snow and Devin Singletary's only 5'7", or is there different reasons? Yeah, don't forget about Chubb either. He's also 5'11". I mean, I yes. would also be shorter than the snow as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely a weird situation. I mean, I, I don't really know how to read the game anymore because now it's closer to Cleveland than it is in Buffalo. So there's probably going to be a lot of Cleveland fans there, honestly. I mean, I don't know what they're doing for it. Um, I know the over-under has been moving around all week. Bill's eight and a half. I mean, I really, really don't know where to look. I'd probably look at Chubb props because bill's defense run defense has been pretty bad um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean it's tough to judge the game right now for sure yeah yeah ethan what are your thoughts well my initial thought is i think it's bullshit that uh the oh, lions yeah. now are gonna have to travel from new york to their own stadium to <laughs> meet with a uh, buffalo bills team on thanksgiving who's yeah. been keeping our lights on for us so <laughs> i got a little complaint there um, <laughs> i forgot about that yeah yeah we're traveling from their home. We're going to be near that storm out in uh, MetLife this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But uh, as far as the game goes, yeah, the total was sitting around 41 and a half, 42, I believe. Now that it's in Detroit, it's gone all the way up to 48 and a half, um, which really takes me completely off the total. I liked the over when it was going to be in six feet of snow, but uh, don't like it now. Only way I could really look at this game is to do a two-team six-point teaser with Buffalo, take them down to minus two and a half, um, add in another team, minus 110, take it that way. Uh, I'll get to the second half of that teaser later on. But, yeah, that's really the only way I can look at this game as of right now. Um, let's see. It looks like it's still at eight and a half at the moment. Who are you guys taking? Or is this a total staying away, Ethan? Yeah, so just just Buffalo in the teaser for me. Um, Buffalo and teaser. Yep. So just take them down from eight and a half to the minus two and a half, two teams, six point minus one ten teaser. Um, 
And then, yeah, I'll compare that or add that to another team uh, later on here. Gotcha. Zach? Yeah, I would probably lean the Browns with eight and a half, to be honest. I think they're going to really control the game with Chubb. Uh, they know they have to keep Allen off the field. Now now it's in a dome, so that makes it even worse for him that he's, he can just do whatever he wants. Um, I'm probably going to stay off the game, but I'd probably lean the Browns. Okay. Okay. Let's move on to Philly versus the Colts. Right now, the Colts are favorites by seven with the over-under at 46. Zach, where are you going with this game? Yeah, obviously, Eagles just lost their first game. Honestly, I think it's honestly a kick in the ass for them. Uh, kind of like, all right, the whole undefeated thing's done. I think they come out really pissed off and look to just, like, the cold Saturday thing was cool for a game, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't really know how it's – the Raiders are terrible, so I'm not too, putting right. too much stock into that Colts win. Um, I I would probably say it's a Colts letdown spot where the Eagles pissed off and come out and try to stop them. Mm-hmm. Ethan? I'm looking the other way. I like Indy. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the way the Colts looked on Sunday. Um, I think they're playing loose, free, motivated football for Jeff Saturday. Um, and while I do think, you know, it is kind of a focus spot for Philly now that they don't have the whole undefeated thing hanging over their head. Um, I This seems to me like a Colts, a Colts game where uh, – you know, we've seen them in the past just get some big wins like this earlier in the year when they beat Kansas City. Uh, I believe it was last year, maybe two years ago, they had a game like this where they ended up upsetting Baltimore. Um, I could see this being another one. I actually, I wouldn't be too afraid to go take Colts money line on this one. Mm. And uh, wow, I think they could drop two in a row. So yeah, give me this plus seven for sure. Um, I might sprinkle a little bit on that plus 255 Colts money line as well. And I also like the under in this game. Yeah, so do I. I would also lean yeah. the under as well. Does yeah. not having uh, Shaquille Leonard scare you at all for the Colts, Ethan, or no? You know, it doesn't. He's been kind of banged up and in and out. Uh, it seems like the most part of this season. So, you know, I like uh, Matt Ryan for sure. Mm. I, I believe Ryan's getting the start. Yeah, this I week. would assume so. Yeah. 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 If it's Ellinger, yeah, keep it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I like uh, Matt Ryan being back. Um, Jonathan Taylor looks like he kind of reasserted himself last weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, I like where Indy's at right now. Okay. Um, I feel like that Eagles game was a fluke against Washington. I mean, if they had as many turnovers as they did all year, um, I, I think it's a they're double-digit favorites if they win. Oh, yeah, for, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably – I think Vegas is definitely putting a lot of stock into that loss, which I don't yeah. really – I don't know. I think division games are definitely like a, a lot closer than people will probably assume at first. Yes. Like I, was, I was all over Washington on Monday. Like mm-hmm. Having a, uh, a division team as a double-digit point favorite is pretty right. crazy. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'd say probably nine and a half or ten. Yeah. 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 Spread. So I'm, I'm with you, Zach. I, I like the Eagles this week. So do I. Yeah. Absolutely. We have the Panthers going to Baltimore, uh, and this is talking about spreads, a 13-point favorite Ravens. Uh, Zach, what do you think about that, man? I mean, the Panthers are just – their quarterback situation, I mean, it's Baker this week, which you get. Right. I guess he looked good at coming in relief against the Bengals, I believe it was. I mean, he's been he's – he's not good, but he looked okay. I don't know if I could ever be swallowing 13 points with the Ravens when they just choke everything in sight. I mean – right. They can have a lead if they want it, and then they'll just blow it. Um, 
I, I could see a backdoor Panthers cover here. Um, mm-hmm. I would also be looking at a DJ Moore over yards prop. I think it's 52 and a half right now. Ravens have their fifth worst pass defense, so I would definitely lean uh, DJ. That's probably what I will take in this game is DJ Moore receiving yards. Okay. Ethan? Yeah, Baltimore second half really – it kind of scares me off that big number. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that's the way I would be looking. we got to remember – Baltimore probably knows Baker Mayfield more than Baker Mayfield knows himself. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. They've they've matched up against him for his whole career until this year um, and had pretty good success. Um, so, yeah, I I would lean Baltimore. I like Baltimore first half, six and there a half points. That's probably the best, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think you they, they start off fast and strong majority of games. Um, I think they can easily – go up a touchdown by halftime and cash your ticket. Don't even have to worry about that second half. Yeah. 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 That's a good one to take. Um, Ethan, your lions travel to the New York giants. They are three point underdogs with a 45 point over under. What do you think about that? Yeah. So God, I want to say the Lions so bad, but don't do it, man. <laughs> I don't know the last time Detroit was on a three game win streak. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I. this is the best I can say for Detroit. I could see this being a Graham Gano game-winning field goal landing directly on the number. Uh, but if I'm on the side, I got to go with the Giants for sure. Uh, Jared Goff on the road is horrible compared to his home yeah. record. Um, I mean, hell, this past weekend was Dan Campbell's first road victory as a head coach mm-hmm. uh, with Detroit. I don't see him going back-to-back. Uh, so I'd have to lay it with New York, but I will not be surprised if it does land right on that three. The side I really do love in this game is the under 45. Uh, as I mentioned, Jared Goff is not a good road quarterback. Um, and the Giants really have not been putting up that many points. Um, you know, they – I don't believe they've gotten over 20 too many times this season. Um, so I could see this being like maybe a – 24 or no maybe like a 20 to 17 type game okay yeah so the giants are kind of like they remind me of tcu of college football it seems like every game the giants just get disrespected by the line like they were underdogs against the jags um they were four and a half point favorites last week against the texans who are just so bad but i'm probably i'll public's gonna be all over the giants i'll probably side with the public on this one kind of rare for me, but the lot as I mean, Jared Goff is just, he can't play in the cold either. I mean, he's been in Cali his whole life with the Rams and now he's in a dome. So um, yeah, I, I would probably, I also like the under in this game. Cause I think, I mean, Saquon's over under yards, like a hundred, they're going to give him like 30 carries. So they're just yeah. going to like milk the clock. Um, Giants are seven, two against the spread also. So I definitely, I'm, I'm a big fan of this Giants minus three, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go Giants in the under in this game. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Texans, the Texans host the Washington Commanders as three-point underdogs at home with a 41 over under. Zach, what are your thoughts about these Texans? <laughs> the, the public's going to – this is probably like a 90% Washington public bet. I mean, yes, this line makes no sense. And I'm, I'm taking Washington. I, I can't bet the Texans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, they're like – their offense has scored over 20 once in the last five games. I, I just, 
they're, I mean, they're dead last in rush defense. I like Brian Robinson in this game. Um, and Terry McLaurin looks really good with Heineke. Heineke loves McLaurin, and he's been feasting with him. Uh, I, I mean, the commanders are better with Heineke. I would take the beginning of the year with a grain of salt with them. They've looked really good since Heineke's went under center. Public's going to be all over the commanders, and I'm, I'm going to join them again. pains me to say it, but. You're, you're not taking Eno Benjamin and his new team? No. <laughs> Ethan, what about you, buddy? This is a puke in my mouth and swallow it type game. Uh, I wouldn't be on it with your money, Ben. So I'm completely staying away. If I had to give you something, uh, I'd take the home um, home dog. But, yeah, I'm not. There's no chance my money gets a piece of that game. No. No. Not, not a lot of TV channels getting that game either. No. Probably not. Uh, we have the Jets going to New England Patriots revenge game. Jets are three and a half point dogs with a 38 over under the Jets looking to get revenge after they were so hot. And then they got spanked by the Patriots. Uh, Ethan, what do you think, man? Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about the Jets in this game. Plus the points, uh, like you said, it is a revenge spot for them. Uh, even though the Patriots haven't been as dominant, as of late without Tom Brady, uh, it's still the team that's kicked the Jets' ass for the last 20 seasons. Um, so they're always looking at, to get a win or two against the Patriots every season. It's a big game for them. It's also a really bad spot for the Patriots, in my opinion. Um, they have to travel to Minnesota for Thanksgiving night, Thursday night football. Um, and, you know, they're going to have all eyes on them on a holiday uh, Thursday night. So I think they're going to – they could be looking ahead just a little bit towards that. Both teams are coming off a bye. So, you know, there's no, they both had ample time to prepare for each other, mm -hmm. um, which kind of puts me towards the under. I think Belichick is going to come ready to kind of control the pace of the game. Um, I could see the Patriots squeaking out a three point win, but I would definitely lean Jets plus three and a half. Um, and I also am on. I have a future of the Jets under two divisional wins this season. So they've already got two. I cannot have the Jets win this game outright. I'll take my push and act like I never bet it. So, so it's, it's a selfish prediction. It's Yeah. Yeah. Um, I totally disagree. Ethan, you can, you can you guess the last time the Jets went to New England and won? Pre-Tom Brady, I'd have to guess. 2008. So that would be 14 years ago if my math serves. That I mean, was probably Matt Castle. Favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I just think, uh, as you said, they're both on a bye. I think that's advantage Belichick all day. I mean, over. I mean, he's. I think it's just what he does. I love the Pats here. Uh, they already beat New York once. I mean, the, and the Jets just without Brees Hall, they can't really run the ball as effectively. And I think that's a recipe for disaster for Zach Wilson throwing the ball forty times. Um, I also lean the under here with these two defenses. This game's going to be gross. Uh, I mean, the over-under is 38 for a reason. But uh, give me Belichick and the boys to um, cover home turf and win this game. Ethan, I'm I with you. I, I like that Jets defense. So, Zach, if you're picking the Patriots, what is your, like, final score prediction? I, I would say more like a 20-13 to 13 or like a 17-13 game probably. It's going to be gross. going to be gross. Gotcha. gotcha. All right, we have the Rams going down to New Orleans. They're three-point underdogs with a 39-point over-under. 
Um, Zach, what do, what do you think about the defending champions, man? They have not been looking good this year. No, I'm, this is the game I am not watching. I'm not touching. I'm not doing a singular thing in this game. Um, not sure what stat, what's going on with Stafford. They don't have Cup anymore, so I don't. Mm-hmm. he doesn't trust anybody else on the team to do anything for him. Both these offenses stink. Both defenses are good, so I guess just naturally you'd say the under 39 here. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't see any of them. I don't, I don't see more than three touchdowns in this game. Really, I don't. Uh, no. I'm not touching it. I'm not going to watch it. Probably. I mean, this is a game I'm just not going to have on, so I'm not touching this game. Does Andy Dalton start again? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they already announced he's starting. Oh, dang. Jameis hey, season, if, man. If Jameis Winston was playing, I'd bet the Saints. That's for sure. Okay, there we go. Yeah, okay, so. I would. Uh, oh, man. I mean, hey, I mean, Andy Dalton's just so, like, vanilla. Like, he, he's just the same thing every week with them. I don't really like. I think this team needs like a spark, and Winston and or Hill would do something for him. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ethan, what do you think, man? Yeah, I I actually kind of opposite. I like this game quite a bit. Uh, I love LA. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Money line spread. That's I assuming that Stafford's playing, right? Like you're going to take him if Stafford's assuming playing. Stafford plays. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Um, I, I also, Zach, I'm with you. I do like the under quite a bit. Um, which kind of correlates a little bit with that plus three for the Rams, less points, you know, less or easier to cover as a dog. But um, I've seen it firsthand. Stafford without Calvin, uh, he's he finds ways to get his other receivers involved. Um, and he actually, in his career without Calvin, has played pretty well. So mm-hmm. I think, obviously, Cooper Cup's going to be impossible to replace. Um, it could hurt him, but I don't think it's going to hurt him quite as bad. Um, as a lot of people think it could. And gosh, the Saints are just, they've just been ugly. Um, I'm a big Taysom Hill guy. I i think Jameis would be better than Dalton, but God, I love Taysom Hill. I think they could do some dangerous things if they had him, not necessarily running their offense, but just get the guy involved. He had two carries. Yeah, just doing something. Offense. Get him, yeah. You got to, you know, get him throwing the ball a little bit, five, six times a game. You got to get him in the pass or the receiving game. You got to run him seven, eight times. Uh, I just don't know what they're what they're doing, not utilizing a weapon like that. So until I start seeing more creativity and, um, you know, the Saints actually using the skill set of players that they have on that offense, I'm gonna fade them. So I have a. So you think. So with Stafford, with Calvin Johnson and Cup now, you think he, like, forces it too much to one guy? So you think without him, he might, like, spread it around a little more? Very much so, yep. Okay, I think he's very predetermined a lot of the time. For sure. And, uh, I mean, obviously he's been extremely interception prone uh, all his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with because he's had such a great target with him the majority of his career and – yeah, he tries too hard to get that guy involved. Gotcha. Do you think there's one guy that's going to stand out that you should be on this week, or you think it's just going to be kind of fade all of them? Uh, I mean, I think Higby should – Tyler Higby, the tight end, should have a, a pretty good game. Uh, he's kind of the second guy that Stafford looks to. It should be Allen Robinson as well, but I don't also also Van Jefferson. Be. I don't know what how much snaps he's going to play, but that that dude he was good last year. I'm not sure. Yeah, he, I know he's been hurt this year, but if he's healthy, I, I think he could have his props. I don't know what they are, but I, I could see yeah. him having a game. He can stretch the field if nothing For else. Sure. So, yeah. As long as he's out there running, 
Not I mean, good. probably one deep bomb probably smashes is over. So I don't know what right. it is, but yeah. Yep. All right. We have the Raiders going to Denver to face off against the Broncos. The Raiders are three point underdogs with a 41 point over under. So my question is to you, Zach, how do they reach 41 points? Yeah. Um, Denver's one and eight against the, the over there. They, okay, they don't score. I think I saw said they'd have like six wins if they scored at least 18 points as an offense or something ridiculous. Right. I mean, the over, I mean, these teams scored a lot. They scored 55 combined last game, yet the under went down for this game. Probably it's in Denver, but I'd lean under in this game. I think I like it a lot, actually. Uh, mm-hmm. The I mean, the Broncos defense is really good. And in mile high, I don't know. Raiders offense just doesn't look – they should be better, but they're just – they haven't. Uh, I think they keep J- uh, Jacobs intact. Um Max Crosby's going to feast over that Broncos offensive line, too. They let up yeah. probably four or five sacks this game. Um, I lean probably the Raiders with the points, but I really like the under in this game. Mm-hmm. Ethan? Yeah, I definitely lean under as well. Um, I believe that stat was they would have seven wins. Seven and one, I believe, is what I yeah. saw. Yeah. They had 18 points. Uh, yeah, until they – Proved to me that they can score. I'm not taking a Denver over. I don't think anytime soon. No. Uh, and Zach, you kind of mentioned it um, earlier in the show, I believe. But the Raiders are just complete hot trash. Yeah, they're just, they're horrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, Denver also has the revenge factor because that is one of uh, the two wins that the Raiders have was against Denver. Um, and I think I think they're kind of their wins are ugly, but I think they're gonna start winning some football games. I think they're on a two-game win streak currently. Um, I look for that to continue. I think they cover the three. Uh, the Raiders are just – I think they're done. Derek Carr's done for them. Josh McDaniels probably won't make it out of the year. Um, so, yeah, I I probably won't be touching the Raiders again this season. Did you guys Not see that idea. press conference? Derek Carr crying and yeah, saying how crying. pissed off he I'm was. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, their season's cooked. Off uh, yeah. a job in January. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a bad sign. I feel bad for him too. I hope he goes somewhere else because I mean, McDaniel's. I that dude's like. I think he started his career six and zero as a coach. I think he's like seven and twenty seven since. Like, I don't understand why, what's going on, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a career coordinator. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Just go back to New England. It's better for both sides. So, yeah. yep. All right, Dallas Cowboys are going to Minnesota. And Minnesota, the eight and one Vikings are one and a half point underdogs with a 47 and a half point over under. Ethan, what do you think, man? Yeah, Minnesota's still not getting any respect. Um, like you said, eight and one coming off a huge win uh, at Buffalo and still a home dog. I believe I saw mm-hmm. this is only the fourth time in history that an eight and one team is a home dog and an eight and one or better better team i believe <clears throat> excuse me and the last two times that happened it's because the starting quarterback was resting before the playoffs Makes um, sense. so clearly an unfamiliar position uh but i think it's warranted i love dallas this weekend yes yes it's, it's a nice. horrible spot for minnesota they just fought tooth and nail for four quarters and then some um Probably shouldn't have won that game, but no. you know they did. They they took one out and probably celebrated and uh, 
uh, yeah, it's just going to be tough for them to turn around and give it their effort um, once again. And then you have Dallas who just let the the crumbling Green Bay Packers back in and uh, gave them a win, gave them some hope to maybe make a wild card out of their season. So I, I'm huge on Dallas this week. I've already I've already bet their money line at minus 120. I like that more than laying the one and a half. Just I don't want yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think Dallas gets it done fairly easily this week. I totally agree. I'm all over Dallas this week. This might this is the game of the week. It might be my favorite bet. I mean, the the line doesn't make sense. Um, as you said, fought two, the Vikings fought tooth and nail coming from Buffalo. I mean, they keep finding ways to win these weird games, and it's just got to revert to the mean at some point. Like I, I don't think they're bad, but I don't know. And also, Kirk Cousins when he doesn't play at noon is a different player. So. Um, yeah. I'll be. I like the Cowboys a lot. I think CD Lamb look for his props. Um, Vikings bottom five in pass defense, pass games. Tyreek Hill, Waddle both got over 130 yards. Hopkins 159, Diggs 130. I think CD Lamb's gonna have a big game, and I'm all over the Cowboys as well. Yep. One last thing to mention. I mentioned the uh, Patriots traveling to Minnesota for Thursday night. So obviously Minnesota also has that Thursday night Thanksgiving game just adding yep. to the horrible spot that they're in this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I don't see Kirk Cousins uh, any really scenario where he's able to beat this Dallas defense. I can right. see just him getting terrorized by that defensive line. Parsons just putting him on his back or he gets rid of the ball quick enough and it gets picked off by Diggs or any of the other D backs. I just don't see them having any sort of success. Yeah, I, I mean, really, I was looking at uh, Minnesota's schedule today. Other than that Buffalo game, they don't have a ton of impressive wins. No, it's, uh, and it's know, also the wins they have are just not impressive. Like they're like barely covering. Like they should they should have lost to right. Washington. It's like they should have lost to Detroit. Yeah, for sure. That's mm-hmm. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they've beaten yeah Washington, Arizona, Green Bay, Detroit. Yeah, um, I don't know Chicago. Yeah, you know, and, and, and the Dolphins with a third string quarterback. I mean, it's just, yep, yep, yep. Well, I agree. Let's see. Let's move on to an AFC North battle. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a four point home underdog with a forty one point over under. Zach, what are you taking for this game, man? Yeah, I love the Steelers plus four here. Uh, I don't really. I mean, the spread should be six and a half, seven, but. Steelers have won 12 of the last 15 between these two teams. I always love Mike Tomlin as a, as a dog at home. Um, and they're, they're home this year. They've been pretty good. They're 2-2 two and two at home, and not one of the losses have been by more than four. So I'm, I really like the Steelers this week. Uh, I think – I mean, it's just going to be – it's going to be a scrappy game. I mean, they – I probably think they're going to lose, but I think it'll be – I think plus four is a good spot for them here. And even the Bengals coming off a bye, that doesn't bother you at all? No, because, I mean, they – they're this is they're so hard to bet on or against because with especially without Jamar Chase, I don't know what I'm getting. I mean, I, right. I like so, like one week they look great, one they one, one, and then they don't. So I don't know. I, I like Steelers here though for sure. Okay, Ethan. Yeah, that's some good info, Zach. Uh, I I didn't know quite what to make of this game. I I leaned Pittsburgh plus four as well, divisional home dog. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of where I go to, kind of my comfort zone, you know. If I don't mm-hmm. know which way to look, that's kind of just where I fall into. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is – every AFC North game is a is a rivalry. 
Uh, it's always, right. you know, kind of run heavy and they grind it out. Uh, any team could win on any, well, in the NFL in general, you know, any given Sunday, but truly in the AFC North, I think it's even more so. Um, I look towards the under in this game as well. Uh, you know, I could, I could see Pittsburgh really kind of controlling it. Um, and without Jamar Chase, it, that does take a big explosive weapon out of Cincinnati. Um, I don't know if I'll get to the window with any any bets in this game, but I definitely lean under lean Pittsburgh. Yeah, with this, if this is like a typical AFC North game and the defenses are a big part of that, then you got to go with the under. I think you got to take the points with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I I mean, and at home, like Steelers yeah. at home are always good. They're always good at home. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they looked good last week. They did. Yeah. I mean, their offense is never going to look good just because it's just, yeah, but that's why the under is good too here. I like the under too. Mm -hmm. TJ Watt is back. Is that? That's big. That's big. Yeah. He's he's unbelievable. Yeah. That's big. Let's see the chiefs travel to LA to face off against the chargers. The spread is plus five for the chargers. Five point underdogs with a 52 point over under. I think this game's going to come down to our Keenan Allen and Mike Williams playing because the Chiefs defenders, the defensive backs are terrible against mm-hmm. tall receivers. Williams trashed the Chiefs, I believe is week two. He'll do it again if he's back. So plus five, I believe that if they play, you take the Chargers. If they don't, you take the Chiefs because the Chiefs defense, besides the D-backs, have been looking pretty good. Uh, Zach, what do you think, man? Yeah, so this was six and a half on Wednesday. Chargers mm-hmm. were getting six and a half. And then today, Allen and Williams both practiced, and then it went to right. five. So right. that tells me that they're probably playing, and I totally agree. I like the Chargers here. Mm-hmm. Um, these teams always play close games, too. It doesn't matter yeah. how what how bad or good one team is. Of the last five meetings, only, one's been, like, only one has been not within one score, and the Chargers won by 17. So the Chargers know how to hang with Mahomes. I mean, Herbert is, helps them a lot. But if he has his, he has his guys with him, I, I like the Chargers a lot here too. Ethan, yeah, Chargers for me too. Um, it, you know, this game was flexed into that Sunday night game, which I'm pretty happy about. We don't have to. Not that the Pitt and Cincy game isn't going to be no, any good, sure. but I'd much rather yeah, watch sure. an explosive, um, you know, two explosive teams. Uh, and yeah, that also gives us an extra couple of hours for Keenan Allen to decide if he's going to play 15 minutes before the game or not. So, <laughs> yeah. 10th week in a row. Uh, <laughs> keep throwing him in my fantasy lineup, and I'm like, well, God, I have, to have, I have to have a backup plan. And being on Sunday night, it makes it a little bit tougher to get that backup plan. Uh, but, no, I I love L.A. Um, yeah, five's a fishy number anyway. It's, again, it's a divisional home dog. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, and LA really kind of lost a heartbreaker. I believe it was week two, Thursday night football against the chiefs. Uh, I believe they're up 24 to seven at one point, at least 17 to seven. Um, they, they were up. Yeah. Yeah. They were up big. Um, and then they were, I think the chiefs came back and tied it. They were on the goal line. The chargers were on the goal line going for the lead through that pick six and completely to every game. Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think, like you guys said, this game's always close. Uh, five mm-hmm. points at home, even though the Chargers don't have a huge home field advantage. 
uh, is just too many. So give me yeah. the Chargers. Uh, probably look towards that money line too. I wouldn't be shocked if they went out right. Same, I agree. Sorry, sorry, Ben, but I agree. <laughs> hey, man, hey, money's money. That's what's that's what's more important. True. <laughs> uh, Monday night, we had the 49ers traveling to Arizona, and they are the biggest home dogs of the slate with a eight point underdog and a over under of 43 and a half. Ethan, what are you thinking? Yeah, so this is going to be the game I tie into that two team teaser with Buffalo. Uh, can't get myself to lay the eight, even if Kyler Murray's out. Um, and I believe this game's been kind of jumping between five and eight for the spread based on news with Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd feel good taking San Fran right now, get them down to two, pair them with Buffalo at minus two and a half, minus 110, two point or two team, six point teaser. Lock that in. And if uh, Kyler Murray gets ruled out for this game, it wouldn't shock me if this moves to closer to 10. Uh, I might come back and take Arizona at that point, take the points there and try to hit a, a little middle on this game, mm. kind of the way I'm looking at it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much. I don't know what much about this game. Uh, Cardinals getting eight. I actually don't. I think Cole McCoy is one of the best backups in the league. So I, I think even like Kyra doesn't play. I still think they cover here at home. Um I feel like the Niners are always playing close games. I mean, their offense should be a lot better, but it's like every game is close. Their defense is good. I actually, I probably like the under best in this game at 43 and a half. Both defenses are good. I think Arizona plays a lot better defense at home. Niners have a bunch of pro bowlers all over that place on the defense. So I'd lean the under there too. Yeah. Yeah. I like the under. I actually do like the 49ers in this game just because I think they're so much better on both sides of the ball. I, I just, the playmakers they have, like you were saying, Zach, on both sides mm-hmm. are just going to give the – I don't yeah. care that it's at home. The Cardinals' home field advantage, I mean, it's not like a lot of other stadiums, no. if we're being honest. But Top to bottom, Niners have probably have one of the best rosters in the league besides the quarterback. I was just going to say, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'd say they do have the best roster in the league. Yeah, they're, they're uh, really good. Yeah, I don't think the Chargers are that far behind them. Nope. Uh, Chargers just can't nope. stay healthy, so. Yeah, right. they're banged up. Now, Zach, I'm going to send it to you for your big three, your favorite three bets of the Week 11 NFL slate. Yeah, so my f- I'm going to take the Washington minus three. I, I have to. I, I have to fade the Texans here. I, I hate I hate that I am betting it. This game is gross, but I like the Commanders to win this game. Um, my second one, I'm going to go with the Giants. Sorry, Ethan. Um, Jared Goff on the road. I'm taking the Giants all day. They're gonna Saquon's gonna have a massive day. I could see 150 and two touchdowns, honestly, just like you did last week. I think he's gonna have a monster day. And then, um, I'll take. Give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys minus one and a half. It's just we talked about it. It's just a bad spot for the Vikings. Line doesn't make sense. My my big three makes no sense because all lines don't make sense. But I'm doing it for different reasons. Um. <laughs> but I like the Cowboys here. And then some props I like too. Uh, Darnell Mooney over 43 and a half receiving yards for the Bears. I like that a lot. He's hit that, I think, six of his last seven. Um, Falcons have the worst pass defense in the league. So give me Darnell Mooney all day. That's just a little side prop. Okay, perfect. Ethan? Yeah, so uh, my top three bets. I'm going to start Denver minus three at home revenge spot against uh, the Raiders. 
until the Raiders can prove me that they're a competent football team. I'm looking to fade them. And I think this is a really good spot for Denver to uh, go out there and continue their winning streak. So give me Denver. Uh, second, I kind of mentioned, I love LA Rams. Um, I think this is a, a good spot for them as well. I think Stafford can kind of open up the field a little bit without being so predetermined on Cooper cup. Um, I think they probably win the game outright, but I'll take the three points uh, just to be safe there. And then I'm also going Dallas for my uh, for my best bet this week. Absolutely love them, minus one and a half. Uh, you know, I don't really need to say much more. Went over it when we went over the game, but horrible spot for Minnesota. Pissed off Dallas team coming in. Uh, I think they get back on track. Seems okay, like so- Cowboys is the better in green squad ride. It uh, seems like this week. Yeah, I'm yeah. So. yeah, yeah, because so. they're mine too. Yeah, for sure. Then we're all in. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually, it's true. I don't know if that is a good thing, but right. That's usually a bad thing when everybody's in yeah, on the same that's one. That's true. That's, that's a, a trap. That's a good point. <laughs> so I'm taking the Cowboys uh, minus one and a half, and then disregard everything behind me. I'm taking the Chargers plus five, mm. and then wow. the Broncos Raiders under. Nice. I like I that. Ju- I feel like I know it's very AFC West heavy. This has been a very crazy year, so I'm going to stick with what I know for week one of us doing this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Zach, I'm going to throw it to you, buddy, so we can do our drafting with Zach. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this. I think we're going to have some homer picks in this as well because I think we – I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So I did a random draft. Uh, ben, you're first. So you get the first jersey, and then whatever Ben takes, we can't take it again. Uh, every week we're going to do a little, like – just random. It doesn't have to be sports related. We're just going to do a little fun little draft where it's like a fantasy draft, you know, like a snake where you just pick something and then it goes away if someone takes it. So, Ben, go ahead. Uh, we're doing NFL jerseys. No, like, throwbacks, just the home away, just usual ones that, that they wear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, for the first pick of Team Bentley, we select. I knew it. The Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Okay. I, that there's something about the detailing and the lime green with that dark blue. I mm. I love it, man. The Seahawks jerseys, those are so nice. I am jealous. Seahawks were on my list. I would say they might be a little bit of a reach, but they were they they were on my list. <laughs> they were on my list. They are definitely have the ugliest um the color rush jerseys. Those oh, like like neon ones. Those are terrible. Yeah. Yes. The the like detailing just a little bit. I love that. The whole jersey, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah. All right. I'm up. <laughs> I'm going to Dolphins. Uh, it's a homer pick, but those jerseys are so sexy. I'm sorry. In 80 degree sun in Florida, those things, like Tyreek Hill in those, seems like he's actually going 50 miles an hour. Um, especially when they, when they wear the white on white or the aqua on aqua. It's so good. It's, they're the, it's awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so that's, that's mine. Dolphins all day. You got bailed out by that random generator there, my friend. <laughs> they did. They did. I was gonna come up and snag them from you. Good. I knew you. Good. Uh man, I wish I had the jersey to hang up, but I just don't. <laughs> I love the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. That's a real good pick. That's oh, a good that's pick. A oh, I love it. Um, I know we're just doing jerseys, but you get the little glimmer of that gold helmet in there off For the sure. sun. Oh yep. man, I love it. Um, and with this yeah, being then a draft, you. Yeah, then, okay. then you go again. Yep. Um, I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. Uh, oh, man. Really, 
I've always loved that. Whatever shade of green they use, I don't even know. Uh, mm-hmm. I love how that pairs with the black. Again, you got the little shine of the green on the helmet. Uh, you know, the badass eagle wings right up there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, give me eagles for my second pick. Two and That's three a good in one. order. That was Dang. that was good, Ethan. Those were two good picks. I'll give you that. Right. I'm gonna <sighs> give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. All I right. love the powder blue that they wear. Uh, as he, I, I love the little bolt they have on the helmet, and then the pants to go with it. The white, the powder blue, they look great. Give me the Chargers. I have some sexy uniforms on mine, by the way. I have some good ones on mine. <laughs> All right. My second one is the Minnesota Vikings. Kind of like you said, Ethan. I love I love the helmet. I know we're not doing helmets, but purple. with that blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. The purple <laughs> eagle, man. <laughs> I love I love their jerseys, especially like looking back at the AP days. Man, mm-hmm. those, those were just so cold. All right. Yeah. And then my third, my Ethan, you guys took a lot of good ones. So good good job, boys. Um, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. And I know that's good. a homer pick. No, I, I, I agree. I agree. The all red home jerseys, those are so nice. They're good. They're good. All right. So those so those are your three. Okay, so I got one more. All right. I feel like if I went with this team, it'd be a little of the same. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, I love the when they wear the all blacks at home. I don't think they they ever lose. I actually, they if they wear all black, I bet them every time. Uh, I love those. They're great. The, even the purple and the white, the colors are really good. Um, I, and Lamar just looks good in them. So give me the Ravens. All right, I'll close this out here. And you guys really didn't pick too many from my list, so it's. <laughs> oh, what do you have? Like the Jaguars the or something? Yeah, it's pretty. Hey, they were on my list. Lions are on yes. my list. I have them right here. They do have nice Number uniform. 10. You know what? They you guys right are both homers. I'm not going to be a homer, and I am going to choose. <laughs> you want to pick the Lions so bad. I do. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh... Man, this is tough. I don't know why this is so tough. There's, there's go, a lot uh... of, like, old school jerseys on the list still. Like, the one, like, classic jerseys that are still on the list, yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Um, bouncing between two, I'm going to go with New Orleans. Uh, mm. Black and gold. Good. I don't know if maybe I'm just into the whole gold thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like the contrast there of the, the black and the shiny gold. So, I'll take New Orleans for my, my last pick there. That was good. Some honorable mentions for me was uh, I love the, the Raiders all blacks look really good. Uh, That's on Steelers are good. The Rams, I want to pick the Rams, but like them and the Chargers are kind of like the same almost for me, so I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, Cowboys are classic, Packers are classic, Cowboys. Steelers are classic. Yeah. So. I was gonna say Cowboys, Packers, those are really yeah, nice. Those are those Chicago. are just iconic. Yeah, Chicago is really classic. Yeah, Chicago's a good one for sure. Um, the other one, I was, I actually for whatever reason I kind of like Cleveland. Really? Yeah. Oh, They've gotten yeah. better, but. That might have been number 32 on my list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That might have been 32. But hey, Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You. My high school is black and orange, so I don't know if maybe I'm just a little bit by. I mean, I know. Towards orange, orange, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Or brown. I don't know. Whatever they are. But That's fair. Yep. Yep. All right. You guys want to talk a little bit of college football? Oh, yeah. I'm all in. Okay, yeah, we have TCU versus Baylor. 
I know this is a big game for you, Zach. What are you thinking, man? Yeah, so I wrote a blog on this game and the two other ones that we're actually talking about. I'm done betting against TCU. I've done it probably four weeks in a row, and they've screwed me every time, and I'm done doing it. Probably when I bet them this time, they're going to lose, but uh, I like TCU in this spot. I think – I know they're only minus two, but with the lines they're getting, it doesn't make not sense to me that they're minus two. Like, but like being a seven point dog on the road to Texas, who has two losses, it didn't make sense. And then there's other games where they should be favored by more. Um, and Baylor's just awful. Losing 31 to three at home under the lights to Kansas state is a bad loss. Uh, Blake shape. I don't, I don't like the quarterback at all. Give me Duggan minus two all day. Either. Yeah. I, <laughs> I lean Baylor, but uh, Zach, we've we've talked about this a couple times now. There's no way I'm getting from TCU again uh, until nope. they lose. I do lean Baylor, but I will be off of this game because TCU has burned me too many times. Uh, at this point, I'm just a fool for going against them yet again. Yep. Uh, but I do think this is – I think Baylor wins outright. I think this is the game where TCU crumbles. Um, I think moving into that top four is probably the worst thing that could happen to them. They're, mm-hmm. they're playing now, um, you know, to defend something, not to kind of attack something, if that makes any sense. So I do like Baylor, but there's no way I'm, I'm getting from TCU until they show me. The thing about connected. TCU, too, that's different from a lot of teams is they know that they can't lose. Because I don't think as a one-loss Big 12, they'd get in. So okay. they, I think they have to go undefeated to make it. I think they know that. So there is a lot of pressure on them, but I also think that might help them in their favor. Like, oh, well, we, we can't lose, so we have to win this game. So could be. Like, so I don't know. Could be. I got a question for you guys. What do you think the touchdown and interception numbers are for TCU quarterback Max Duggan? Um, I know for a while he hadn't. Oh no, that was K State. Give. I want to say he's probably like twenty-seven to th- touchdowns to five interceptions. Okay, 27-5. I'll go 33-3. 33-3. 29-2. to Oh. No, he's yeah. he's he's a player, man. He's balling. He's, he's good. Well, he wasn't even the star in the beginning of the year. He had like he had like a lot of health problems last year and he came in as the backup and then played him and he's been unbelievable. I mean, I'm happy for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Ethan, USC, UCLA. Yeah, um, I like the over in this game, even though it's just absurd. 76 is so much, but I agree. Yeah, yeah. I don't see where the stops are coming, though. No, Um, yeah, I agree. Last year, UCLA hung, I believe it was 44 on USC. Uh, Wouldn't shock me if they do it again. I like UCLA as well as the home dog. Um, Yeah, I... I don't know. In a shootout, anything can happen. You know, it's it's kind of tough to pick a side when you think there's going to be 80 points scored in a game. But uh, I'll, I'll probably be on the over, and you might catch me on UCLA closer to game time as well. This is my favorite by the weekend. I'm all over UCLA, all over them. I've been waiting for this game for a month. I think public's going to be all over USC. Obviously, they're undefeated, so the casual is just going to go and bet USC. Um People are going to be scared of betting UCLA after they just lost to Arizona at home last week, but that was the definition of a look-ahead spot to right now. Um, right. I, I love – I think I, I think whoever has the ball last wins. I hope it's pray it's UCLA has the ball last because I could see honestly being like 55 to 50. I don't see anyone. Caleb Williams is going to just destroy the defense, but 
hey, UCLA Zach Charbonnet, the running back, he might have 150 plus this game. Um, they're gonna. I think I can see them trying trying to control the clock, but Charbonnet is gonna run all over him. I love UCLA today on Saturday. I love it. Thank you for watching the first episode of the Better and Green podcast. For more content from Ethan, Zach, and I, make sure you head over to coopersports.net. Follow us on TikTok and Twitter at Better Green. That is better, B-E-T-T-O-R, green. Follow us on YouTube and subscribe to Better and Green. Leave us a question on one of our socials so we can discuss it in next week's episode. Uh-huh.